podcast is more than an audio channel. It's mm -hmm. more than just putting up a, an audio file, an MP3 file. We, we kind of viewed it a little differently where it's more of a communication platform and yeah. you get video content, audio and written content all from that, that same genuine conversation. You're listening to Recorded Content, a podcast for small, scrappy B2B marketing teams who want to get the most out of podcasting. In each episode, we capture stories from industry experts and podcasters. Listen in and uncover what it takes to launch, run, and grow a successful B2B podcast. Check out and subscribe to the show on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Let's jump in. A podcast is a great way to build relationships. You get a chance to have conversations with leaders in your industry, with customers, you work with other people in your company to put it all together. It's a very unique and collaborative process. But this is difficult to understand if you haven't launched and built a podcast before. It's hard to see the benefits of the process if you haven't gone through the process yourself. So in today's episode, I want to share my experience because I haven't always been a podcaster. Even though I've been creating content as an entrepreneur for a long time, I've taken a different path to get here, a path that's probably not very traditional for an agency owner. To put this story together, I decided to use segments from a recent appearance I had on Podcast Junkies, which is a podcast hosted by Harry Duran. Podcast Junkies is a podcast featuring interviews with different podcast hosts. Harry uncovers the motivations behind different podcasts and gets an understanding of why a host decided to launch a specific show. But before we talked about Motion or our own recorded content podcast, Harry helped me remember that very first experience I had with podcasts well over 10 years ago. Speaking of iPhone and uh, iPods, when did podcasting come on your radar? So I developed podcasts for an organization it was still in my iTunes account. Uh, it was probably 10, 12 years ago. Yeah. And basically what we did is we would film these keynote speeches every month okay. that were given by project managers in front of an audience of maybe two, 300 people. So it was a live event component. And then okay. we would repurpose that into a podcast format where we had like an intro and outro and really set it up in the audio format, mm -hmm. but it started on the video side. So that was really my first kind of venture on the podcasting side. But I always was leaning more towards the, the video content piece. Even though I produced a podcast 10 years ago, I didn't continue along that path since I owned a video agency. I focused more on one-off video projects at the time. I went this route instead of creating a consistent show for customers. In fact, I was able to get the company to a point where we grew into one of the fastest growing companies in the United States, making the Inc. 5000 list. And although growth seems like it's always a good thing, it forces you to look at the vision you have for the company. You have to determine where you want to go next. This growth actually sparked a huge pivot in my career. And I sold my previous agency to my former business partner, started Motion yeah. almost five years ago now. And uh, we just felt that really this uh, combination between video and podcasting hadn't really occurred from an agency like ours. And, and mm -hmm. that's really where we evolved to. So we kind of backed into podcasting almost versus okay. some people start with the podcast and add a video layer. Yeah. We actually were all video and then we backed into the audio side. People get into podcasting from all different backgrounds. Sometimes it's journalism. Sometimes it's marketing. Sometimes it's just by accident. 
But with my background in video production, I did notice one thing the podcasting industry had in common with video production. And this one thing is an important skill to develop no matter what industry you're in. But I'm wondering what your experience has been because coming from other industries, for example, my partner is a photographer. She would go to photography conferences and she noticed a, a, a big difference when she would go to podcasting conferences in terms of everyone's um, openness to support each other, uh, to, to share resources, to just communicate and, and collaborate together. And I'm wondering what that's been like for you as, as you've been spending more and more time with the community. Yeah, it is. It is unique in, in the way that everyone is so collaborative. You know, I, I can't, I came up in the video production industry. So I have, and, and I would say there's a lot of similarities there because on the, on the video production side, it, it takes a village to put a video together. You know, you need directors, producers, you need cinematographers, you have editors, motion graphic designers. If you, if you're not able to work with other people, it's really hard to get to the finish line. And I feel like podcasting has a lot of that as well. You know, it's not as dynamic with all the, you know, video components and, and things layered on if you just have a, a true podcast, but there, there's still this collaborative nature that's involved. You know, you, you need to edit, you need to write. There, there's just, it's a creative process. And I feel like with a lot of creative projects, you're going to find a lot of that collaboration that's involved in that community aspect. And that is one of the things I, I really do like about podcasting. The competition isn't necessarily there. Even if you have a show that's that's closely aligned to yours and it, it has a similar audience rather than feeling like a competitor. It's almost like, Hey, how can we work together and, and maybe help our audience in, in different ways? So that that's, I feel like is a lot different than other industries that you might see. The ability to collaborate is so important. I failed a lot as a team member and as a leader over the years, there are projects I've worked on where I haven't communicated well, I can remember quite a few projects where I've gotten frustrated because I just haven't been able to get on the same page, either with one of my team members or a customer. And that happens sometimes. The only way to be a better communicator and a leader is to practice. And when you work on projects, like a podcast, you get a lot of opportunities to collaborate with people, get a chance to work through those communication issues, get a chance to make mistakes and to get better. One specific thing we've done at Motion is we've created what we call a strategic action plan. And this is a document that serves as a blueprint for every show we produce. We've added sections, we've adjusted how things are presented, and we've modified what's included over the years. Every change we make is to help the overall communication with the next show we launch. With every episode I produce, whether it's with recorded content or a customer show, I view it as an opportunity to collaborate and learn something new. There's a lot I gain personally with each episode. But if you're a marketer, a podcast doesn't just help you communicate better. It can really open doors for you in a much broader way. You just have to think about a podcast a little bit differently. And so as you started to work on these shows for businesses, how much of the education was involved? I know five years ago, people were aware of a video for corporate, but on, but when thinking about video for podcasting, how much how much of it was uh, education on your side, letting them know either about the opportunities, the potential, and different ways to think about podcasting than they may have already understood at that time. Education is a big piece to what we do on the marketing side. Uh, a lot of our content is really just aimed at first and foremost helping our customers, and then we somewhat 
go upstream and try to get folks that might be interested in a podcast. But you're right in the fact that when people say the word podcast, they traditionally think of the audio form. Yeah. And a lot of what we say, and we, we use this communication a lot in our, in our marketing collateral, is that podcast is more than an audio channel. It's mm -hmm. more than just putting up a, an audio file, an MP3 file. You know, it's in an RSS feed, and then it's on Spotify, Apple, and everywhere else. We, we kind of view it a little differently where it's more of a communication platform, and yeah. you get video content audio and written content all from that that same genuine conversation and how much of it is when i'm thinking about those conversations that you're having and how you're taking them through that journey of like how, how to leverage it what what do they need to learn in terms of like different calls to action or how to incorporate the podcast into their existing marketing funnel you know things that they may not have been may not have thought about or may not have understood how podcasts function in order to leverage uh, you know, uh, the potential. Yeah, there's a lot you need to think about or when you're considering the visual and the audio component, and you have to do that upfront. So what we do is we develop what we call a strategic action plan, and that's really where it, it outlines the blueprint for your show. So we tend to use the word show even more so than podcast with yeah. a lot of our customers. Yeah, we start doing that as well. Yeah, it has a different connotation and it, it lends itself better to having a video component as well as audio and then all the other assets that come together. So that's what we do initially is we, we go through that discovery process, try to understand uh, their broader marketing strategy, and then subsequently how does or how will this show fit into that and how can it support some things that you're already doing really well now, but then also maybe fill in some gaps that, that you have as well. When you take a step back and view a podcast as more than just an audio file, it helps you connect your show to your overall marketing strategy. But just thinking about a podcast differently isn't enough. It's not enough to just reshape a conversation into different formats, like audio, video, and written content. The most successful branded podcasts I work on do one thing really well. And this one thing helps connect the show to your audience better than anything else you can do as a marketer. And what do you see uh, that's effective for companies when they think about marketing? Because to the extent that they're willing to put in the time, and as, as you very well know, like they could either just dial it in and just get the minimum done, get the episode recorded and out and let you, your team you know, handle most of the heavy lifting. But where are you seeing the most success um, in terms of collaboration with your partners and, and some of the things that you're trying where you can see that they're just as interested in the success of the show and are, and are going a little bit further than, you know, a, a client normally would. I think there are definitely companies that just go through the steps and, and they just post an episode and they're on to the next one. The, the ones that we really see get value out of a podcast, and that could be anything from an opportunity, a sales opportunity to just developing relationships and so forth. The folks that do that have a very specific audience and then they have a very specific goal. You know, they're trying to educate a very specific audience and help them overcome a problem. And, and that's what we see from a branded podcast standpoint, what works best. Because if you go really broad and, and you just hit this surface level information from, from a business context, you're really going to bump up against a lot of similar shows that are doing the same thing. So we, we try to encourage customers to go as narrow as they can to where it's almost uncomfortable. It, it almost feels like yeah, yeah. it's too small of an audience. But if you start there 
and you get comfortable and you speak very specifically to to these to this listener that's on the other side then that that really helps you create more in-depth information that that actually does provide some takeaways uh, for folks that'll help them overcome a challenge that they're having the more specific you get with your company's show the more connection you'll have with your customers and i've seen this myself at motion we launched and ran a podcast called tech qualified for a few years we produced and published nearly 300 episodes but it was too broad the conversations were too surface level we found ourselves asking the same questions and sharing the same information each week. So we squashed it and we launched recorded content in February of 2021. Now, almost a year later, we've shared an episode every single week, but our podcast isn't just for B2B marketers. Recorded content is a podcast for small, scrappy marketing teams who are looking to launch and grow a successful show for their company. And hopefully, by sharing some of my own experiences as a podcaster in this episode, you'll get inspired to launch your own brand of podcast or even try new things with your company's show. I hope we see you again next week. Thanks for listening to Recorded Content, a show brought to you by Motion, a done-for-you podcasting agency for B2B tech marketers. We do the podcast stuff so you can focus on strategy, building brand awareness, and developing new relationships. To learn more about how you can launch and grow a podcast for your company, check out motionagency.io. Thanks for listening to Recorded Content.